had a very important person in my life come to me and say, who's your hero? And I said, I don't know. I've got to think about that. Give me a couple of weeks. I come back two weeks later. This person comes up and says, who's your hero? I said, I thought about it. You know who it is? I said, it's me in 10 years. So I turned 25 10 years later. That same person comes to me and goes, so are you a hero? And I was like, not even close. No, no, no. She said, why? I said, because my hero is me at 35. So you see, every day, every week, every month, and every year of my life, my hero is always 10 years away. I'm never going to be my hero. I'm not going to attain that. I know I'm not. And that's just fine with me because that keeps me with somebody to keep on chasing. Yeah. Do you have any um, AKs? Um, some people call me Jazz because my middle name is Jasmine, and some people call me Elmo. <laughs> get my point. Story time. What's the Elmo? <laughs> because of my laugh, and also because when I was younger, I had Elmo pajamas, like three or four sets that I would wear all the time. <laughs> three or four, more like six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. I was like, yeah, so I'm being gas. <laughs> but yeah, no. But that downloading phase is definitely important because you're you're studying the game you know when people are saying like they they spent xyz amount of hours um putting the work in and doing the history search i feel like that's that's essentially the same exact thing and i think it was um essie who brought that up remember she was like yo you guys like you guys are ready to put in the work you guys are ready to launch you guys are ready to move forward that whole period before was your downloading phase and i haven't heard Mm. that term or that word utilized in any other way before that so shout out to essie yeah. Yeah. I feel like in some ways you have to, the first step to being a creative is being a thoughtful con- consumer. And like for you to want to, I mean, whether it's music, like for you to want to make music is because other people have inspired you to make music most likely. And like you kind of, to become your own musician, you have to take, take it all in from the influences around you uh, and then move forward with that. So I feel like it's good to start off in the consumer, but then to your point from earlier, you can't just be spending necessarily 80, 90% of your time consuming mm-hmm. and then still call yourself a creative in the same way. But I feel like a 50-50 split, if, if possible, is kind of ideal because like it is good to still... like I feel like some people, when they're creative, just like cut everything else off. And I personally feel like I'm at my most creative when I'm still getting influences from everything around me, but I'm not just like engaging with it passively. I'm like taking it in and then I'm working on creating some new stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially like the places where music can bring you. If you are listening to old songs, whether it's like feel good music or a graduation song from like 
fifth grade, you know, like I feel like that definitely does open up different elements, um, just tapping different emotions in general. Yeah, I think like a balance is important. Um, I like that Essie said that the period before you guys started your your podcast was a downloading phase because nowadays I hear of the word downloading and I feel like it's a negative term. I feel like people are downloading a ton of music but not actually thinking thoughtfully of it. And I get overwhelmed sometimes like thinking of like what new music to listen to because like I do feel like I listen to a lot of old music and it's it is important to expose yourself to new artistry, new sounds, but I get overwhelmed. Um, and like in the past, I've tried to set resolutions for myself. Like, okay, once a month, I'm going to listen to an album, uh, like from a genre I don't normally listen to, or I'll listen to a new EP once a week, but then I fall behind on those goals. And so mm-hmm. I don't know, like how I'm still trying to learn myself as a student and like how, what's the best and most productive way for me to consume music. What's your favorite kind of music in general? Oh, um, I really love R&B, like soulful, mid-temple. Um, if anyone follows me on Instagram or Twitter, they know I love Mariah Carey. Um, I love Alicia Keys. Uh, most recently, I've been inspired by younger artists because um, it's easier to to see them and believe that I can achieve the same thing because they're like the same age as me. They're going through the same digital era or they're growing up in the same digital era that I am so right now I'm like looking up to like Georgia Smith Kali Uchis um I actually really love this artist Lolo Zhao I don't know if you've heard of her but um Uh you yeah you should listen to her she uh she talks about her songs and she describes them as bittersweet bangers and that's like exactly what they sound like like they have a B and like the bass drops but if you listen to her lyrics she's actually talking about like really soulful and meaningful things. Um, but like up until a year ago, she wasn't releasing any music and she's only released like five songs right now, but those five songs have garnered her a following and she's like doing festivals and all that. And she's doing it all independently. So I'm looking up to artists like that. So yeah, so that's what I'm working on right now. Um, just like, well, I feel like being going after any dream is a very humbling process so I'm like trying to stay humble daily um trying to be open to what people want to teach me as well as the universe and um actually I went to a fitness class like the like three weeks ago and the the instructor said something that really resonated with me and she said use the movement as your catalyst she was like instead of stopping like if you're doing this lunge, use this one lunge that you're doing to get to the next lunge. And uh, that really moves mm-hmm. me. And so during this humbling experience, I'm trying to like take every little action as energy for the next step. So even this podcast is like giving me energy to do the next thing that I have to do. And um, yeah, so that's why sometimes I was going to concerts and like feeling unhappy because I wasn't doing anything. So most recently I started putting out freestyles and that was with the help of my boyfriend he also does music and he just I guess he's been struggling seeing me not doing anything with my talent and there's times he has tried to get me in the booth and I'm just like no I'm not ready I haven't written anything so he like simplified it for me and he's like okay let's choose a beat on YouTube and you just freestyle to it you can do like two or three takes and whatever what the, whatever the best parts are, I'll put them together and like, that'll be a song. And so that's com- that's helped me get out of my head and get out of thinking that everything has to be perfect or finished in order for you to share it or to even like do it or, or to call it complete. So right now I have two freestyles out. Uh, one is called um, Little Things Riding in the Dark. 
And the other one is called Riesling 1941. And that was just because we were like drinking Riesling wine. Uh, but that one I really <laughs> like. Um, I really like that that one freestyle. So if you have a moment, listen to it on my SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com slash Alicia Cortez. And in that song, I talk about basically like having access to all this knowledge, but not using it. And sometimes like not even wanting to open a book because I've known myself in the past. And in the past, I've read these great books and I haven't applied what I learned. So it's it's been really fun to like explore those thoughts that I've had because I'm, I'm always like, well, in the past, I felt like a fraud. Like I felt like, oh my God, like you buy these books all the time and you read all the time and like you watch TED Talks and you say like you're trying to improve your lifestyle or like have new habits, but you like gain the information and then you go about doing the same thing you've been doing. So that song was like really important for me to write because I got to like flesh it out what I've been thinking about myself. That's real. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like, you really have to, Life is a very much a doubling down process in that sense. Like I feel like I'm the same way where I feel like sometimes I have to learn something or it feels like I've already learned something, but then I find myself making a mistake with the obvious lesson to be learned is like something that I already should know. Uh, and I feel like it is a challenging process to go through that. But I also really like what you said about movement. Like I feel like the best way to do it is to kind of focus on the small things, focus on the everyday, like, you know, the to-do list is endless, but every time that you cross something off, it's easy to go down to the next one as opposed to if you're just looking at the full list of things that you have to do and like feeling overwhelmed. And I mean, I feel like all of us have high aspirations, but the only way to really achieve high aspirations is like on, on small moments along the way. Yeah. And I mean, even just saying yes to being on this podcast today, like there was a lot that I had to to give myself credit for. I'm like, yes, you have worth something worth saying. You have something worth sharing. You just put out this song. Of course you should want to like promote it, you know? So, which in the past I would like work on a song and put it up and like not share it or not try to go on a podcast and talk about it, you know? So even though it's like, it didn't take much to get on this podcast, there was a lot mentally that I had to give myself permission to feel and to feel that I deserve in order to be talking with you guys today. Yeah, no, for sure. It's interesting that you mentioned that whole freestyle thing and just like taking a couple bars and being able to put it um, and make a track out of that. Yeah, I've wanted to like do more more freestyle projects like that. One of my friend's moms was taking uh, a Gotham Writers like class. I think that's what it call, is called, Gotham's Writer. And she's a songwriter. And she said she took this one class where she had to write songs entirely from the perspective of Disney villains. So she had to write like about... Oh, the witch that gave Snow White the apple. Yeah. And I thought that was awesome. And so I do try to sometimes push myself to do those things too. Because that is where your inspiration is sometimes. The back of the mind, straight up. And just allowing it just to, just to be free flowing and knowing like, all right, whether or not I put this track out or this song out, this idea, this book out. It's just like, as long as you create it, it's in the universe already. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not you utilize it in the next two to three years, two to three weeks, it still exists, which is very important. And I feel like part of the process too is uh, like, I mean, you said that you made that song with your boyfriend. Um, so I feel like that communal aspect to it as well. It's like you're egging each other on, like you're getting like really like th there's something a little bit more liberating than, I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll throw a beat on from, and just like freestyle in my room to try to catch a vibe. And like, that's, that's still fun. That's still a good exercise, but it's definitely a lot more fun in the company of other people. Yeah. And um, you get to laugh at each other's mistakes. I feel like 
part of like freestyling sometimes is like, wow, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Like, is it going to come out in the measurements? Like, and my boyfriend, uh, he's also an artist. His name is Styles, Chris Styles, And he, uh, he's had some horrible takes when like we do freestyles and, and that gave me permission to like be free. And I'm like, okay, if I make a mistake, it's not a big deal. Cause he also made a fool of himself like two minutes ago. Um, but then it also like elevates you when like I say something powerful or I spit out a really cool melody. He's like, okay, let me take this more seriously. You know, that's a fact. You know, even if you say something bad, then it's like, all right, well, we could turn this freestyle into a quick roast. <laughs> a lot of my friends now we used to do that in high school, straight up, like four bars each, and you just look at a person in the room, everyone would just start going. That it's just you know, games just keep the shit interesting. That's all it's about. But that's what's up. Um, what was I gonna ask? With um, your with I guess with your love for Mariah Carey. Obviously, she's definitely a legend. There's certain notes that she's hitting that I've never heard anybody in my life hit, except for one person, maybe. <laughs> you probably know who I'm talking about, who I'm yeah. thinking about. Ariana Grande <laughs> or Winnie Houston. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. As if I hear you laughing in the background. You can't just be throwing a couple of chuckles yeah, in there and then, and then staying quiet. Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I'm, I'm laughing because I feel like I was going to also bring up Mariah because you said that you're a big Mariah fan, but I feel like that's an understatement. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I I feel like I get like, sometimes I feel like I've made a caricature out of myself. Like every time anyone sees anything related to Mariah, like they'll hit me up. And um, sometimes I'm like, damn, like I'm more than just that. Like the other day uh, I ran into like, <laughs> a high school friend that works at Starbucks and she took my order and then they yelled out Mariah Carey and I'm like, Oh, that must be my drink. And, um, so it's touching, but sometimes I'm like, okay, like now I feel like I've made a joke out of myself. Um, but I take those moments like, and just remind myself that that's somebody who believes in me because a lot of people who know that I love Mariah Carey know that I want to do music. And for her to write Mariah Carey on that Starbucks cups, just reminded me that she remembers me as a little girl, like singing in the talent shows and, you know, wanting to be a singer. So I take those small moments as like reinforcement and as empowerment for like what I want to do. Mm, so that's real. Yeah, I feel like those, I mean, it, it kind of goes bad. That's that's another way of the the movement is like bouncing from those small moments of, like, like I feel like when you're an artist, it's, you kind of are writing your own narrative in your in your mind all the time, mm-hmm. so it's like you, it's easy to, I guess, get caught up in like the expectations of people's reactions. But it's like people are going to react in their own way, and like maybe it's writing on a Starbucks cup, but but it's still showing love and it's still like kind of paying it forward so that you can keep moving with the the energy that you have. Yeah, but what did you want me to speak on about Ariana Grande and Mariah, Eric? <laughs> Oh yeah, no, her vo- just like the voice and just like some of these melodies that she is just hidden. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I was just, I was, just, I was just wondering just your thoughts, especially like as a big, Mar- I, I might even say big Mariah Carey fan. I'm gonna say as a Mariah Carey fan, I don't want to make it bigger or smaller <laughs> than possibly what it actually is, but like just like that concept, just like uh, I don't even remember my question based off of that. <laughs> I'm not even gonna guess it. Should um, no, no problem. Um, I will say like I've gained more respect for Ariana. I, f- I feel like. Um, well, the media like had a lot to do with Mariah Carey fans, like not caring to listen to Ariana Grande's music and kind of like making jokes about her. So I think I didn't listen to her debut album like uh, 
I think like um like two years after it came out, like my my best friend kept telling me like listen to it, listen to it, and I'm like no, I'd rather not. Um, but once I listened to it, I actually really enjoyed it. And with her recent album, I was really surprised and admired that she got to work with Pharrell because that's huge. Um, so I've de- I've definitely grown in respect and admiration for her, and I've let like some biases go because um in the past like if I know like a a song a singer doesn't write their own songs I don't take them as seriously or I don't want to listen to their music, but I saw an interview recently, I think it was Kiana Lede, and so the interviewer asked her how she felt about a specific artist that doesn't write their songs. And she said, well, like at the end of the day, it's really hard to be in this industry and anyone who is in this industry deserves my respect. And I really like that, that sentiment that she expressed. So going forward, I'm like thinking of Ariana Grande with respect and admiration. Got you. Now, okay. Now I remember exactly where that point of connection was. It goes back to the whole downloading phase. Um, You know, when you are looking at people who are, somewhat of an inspiration or people who are directly impacted and inspiring you just how far that can allow your talents to be reached you know now it's like you have the sites already there it's either just being able to like overcome and overshoot that or um you know get down to the situation where your idols are becoming your rivals you know or whatever that may be i feel like a lot of that is definitely inspiring and really keeps people like us up at night to continuously have that grind you know to continuously um really just figure out how best we can impact not only a change in us, but just a change in the world and just energy in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to have something to look up to. You got to have something to some, something or someone to aspire to. And uh, at a certain point, what you also then, like, I feel like for those people who are in those positions, it's like they, they're still, their challenge is, okay, how do I top myself? But until you're kind of at that level, it's good to always have, like, I mean, I, I feel like it's important not to necessarily idolize people in the same in that way, like of holding them to too high of a stature. But at the same mm-hmm. time, look at certain people's talents or accomplishments. Uh, there are obviously certain people who have just like had extraordinary lives and done extraordinary things with the time that they've had on Earth. And I feel like it is important to to hold those people in a stature where you're like, okay, how can I, not necessarily how can I be them, but like, how can I be me in the same way that they were them? Like, how can I be the best me in the same way that, you know, insert artist here was the best version of themselves? Or insert actor, writer, doctor, so on and so forth. Just hearing and seeing someone do it. And once it's done, it's like, okay, that's possible. It's either I can achieve that level or definitely surpass it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a quote by, let me pull it up, by Marianne Williamson. She says, as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence actually liberates others. And so that's why like, I feel like it's very important for me mm-hmm. to not shy away from these dreams that I've been talking about since I was a little girl because... When people see me not singing and not performing, they can see me in shackles, you know, and they might mm-hmm. not have and they might not have the courage to do what they're doing because they see me not doing what I'm doing and vice versa. I've also like when I've seen people go after what they want, like with Lolo, because I've met her in the past, seeing her like go after what she wants has liberated me. And um, I actually I volunteer at a nursing home and we put on a show every other Sunday and the founder, her name's Angelica Gregory, and she's a personal friend. Um, to see her like 
every day set or every week set new goals for R for New York and um, like make them actually happen, even though like only me and only the senior residents see it coming to fruition, that like renews me every time that I see her achieve a new goal. Um, so that quote really resonates with me. And I try to think about that when I'm like thinking of the actions that I'm taking or the actions that I'm not taking. Mm. That's real. Yeah, that resonates with me too. I feel like that's like the ultimate goal is like a lot of people aspire to, you know, be the best version of themselves. But I feel like that core understanding too of like the relationship that that has with the people around you, uh, being the best version of me so that everyone can be the best version of them. Uh, That's like a really powerful sentiment and definitely something that I also use as motivation on a day-to-day basis. So that, that was a that was a very dope quote that you just pulled up yeah. out of the blue. <laughs> well, I did prepare. <laughs> I prepared for the podcast. Mm. I was like, in case I don't have anything to say, these are some things that have always moved me. <laughs> That's dope. Do you have anything else on the list? Um, let me see. <laughs> I feel like I hit I hit most of them, but um Oh, well, actually, I had a quote that I wanted to share because I listened to one of your previous podcasts, I think with Kyle, where you guys were talking about help. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it was with Mm -hmm. Kyle, right? And there's, yeah, I read this book by Brene Brown called Gifts of Imperfection. And she had this quote that said, when you cannot accept and ask for help without self-judgment, then when you offer other people help, you are always doing so with judgment. And um, he talked about that, about like relationships being a power balance and um, how if if you can't ask for help, well, I don't know, but basically it's saying like, if you don't ask for help, but you're always giving help to other people, then you think that you're in this position, in this higher position. It's kind of like a condescending way of living where you're always offering offering help, but never, never seeking help. That's an interesting way of looking at it. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I've caught myself in that before. Like, it's like, uh. I don't need any help. I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was just going to reiterate exactly what you said. Yeah. Because- <laughs> no, no, but, um, like when I heard that podcast, I was like, wow, like that's amazing. Because before I read that book, I had never come across that idea of like asking and receiving help being like the fact that it can be equal and that it should be equal in your life. Even if like you're not receiving help from the same person you helped, you should be asking for help from other people. And so that podcast was like, I was like, whoa, like it's, it's great that you guys touched upon that. And then he talked a little about, one of you guys talked a little about shame. And that is actually what the book is about. It's about like shame and dealing with shame. And part of not asking for help is, is being shameful of like thinking that you need help. I think a lot of it also too is, um, the mindset that we grew up with in America, you know, the whole put yourself up with your bootstraps. Mm-hmm. So it's just like be able to prove that you can do it by yourself, for yourself, and then possibly be able to stretch a lending hand. But then there's a lot of times in which you'll see successful people that also just say, yeah, you know, I just put in a grind and I put in hours. And it's like, fam, that's not all you did. <laughs> like who yeah. actually knows? So like, who actually added ingredients in to make this dish exactly the way it is now to be able to share with the world. You know, like mm-hmm. there's many different components that come together when creating the quote unquote secret sauce of success. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that anybody is doing it by themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. I feel like what you said about proving it is a big point too. It's like, I don't know who we're all trying to prove shit to, but like everybody's trying to like, like a lot, like people, I feel like one of the big 
challenges towards living freely is like worrying so much about uh, you know like this the image of yourself versus who who you are and like feeling like you need to uphold an image uh, whether that's an image based in culture whether that's an image based in like the relationships and what other people think of you but I feel like that's a big challenge too is like how exactly can you whether it's asking for help or whether it's just like living your life on a day-to-day basis it's like you have to be free to do so without shame but like part of that shame comes from feeling like you have something to prove but it's like you just have to live you just have to exist like there's no i don't know i feel like a lot of times people get caught up in in that larger narrative where it's like no you just have to just have to live day to day but but sometimes i do feel like we are two people in one like think about the phrase i told myself i was gonna do this like who is the i and then who is the myself mm-hmm. you feel me that's real yeah it's a little meta it's a little it's a little weird to think about the sense of self that way but i guess that's who we're who we're proven to i don't need a dollar to my name i don't need a dollar to my name i don't need a dollar to my name uh, watch me move, look. Yeah, if I could say move like I never had a chance to say, then I'm everything I had to say. If I could say move like the world I had a chance to say, now I'm everything I had to say. You see me walking down the street. I don't need a dollar to my name. I said, I don't need a dollar to my name. When I'm laying down in bed, I'm thinking about the fact. I'm thinking about the Fame, but I don't gotta go get it. 
Don't ever change.